Come on. The time is right. The time is now. Welcome to Lifeblood Be Well and welcome our guest, strong and powerful Jim Hernscher. Jim, are you ready to do this? I am. Thank you for having me. Yeah, excited to have you on. Jim is an RPH. He is the founder of Las Colinas Pharmacy, Compounding and Wellness. He's recognized as one of the pioneers of modern pharmaceutical compounding. He's responsible for many of the anti-aging compounds that we are using today. Again, excited to have you on, Jim. Tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I own a little drugstore uh, right on the corner, <laughs> just like you might see. We just happen to, to be more broad thinking. You know, my wife and I opened this store back in 1984, and we have had the best time helping people because that's really what this is all about. It's about caretaking, and it's about helping people uh, to, to live better and to be better. And so health is exactly what I'm going to be talking to patients about all afternoon. I'm meeting with several private patients. I'm also meeting with some soldiers who have traumatic brain injury. I've built some protocols for them to help them recover. So we help a wide range of patients, um, not only to feel better, but to look better and to be healthier. And um, so my pharmacy is, uh, again, a little corner drugstore, but we do compounding. And in a recent poll, George, uh, uh, more than 50% of Americans polled did not even know what compounding was. And uh, compounding is making medications uh, customized for a patient from scratch, basically. And, uh, and so we have to adhere to very strict standards. And uh, matter of fact, these standards are set by both, both state and federal. So we're under the gun to do a good job. And, uh, and luckily, there are a lot of us out there who are accredited compounding pharmacies, which are at the tip top of the heap. So love doing it. I love, I love making customized medicines for my patients and also for my, my veterinary patients, you know, like uh, dogs and cats, uh, you know, personal pet. Fun too. We do horses, you know, so, so we, we have a great time helping people and pets. <laughs> nice. Well, I appreciate that. It, it's, it's fascinating uh, that half of Americans didn't know what what a uh, what a compound dist di- does compoundist does um but ev- but everybody certainly knows what a pharmacist is do you think that that people just assume that all pharmacists are compoundists you know compounding is one of those uh uh niches within pharmacy and there's a lot of pharmacies in America 7000 of them do compounding pharmacy uh ha- make these medications from scratch like i do and, uh, and so that does allow us a broader range of therapeutic options. You know, and uh, for an example, um, my wife, uh, she doesn't mind me talking about this, so it's not a HIPAA violation, um, had a hysterectomy, oophorectomy at age 28, and I saw this, this dynamic, unbelievably dynamic photographic memory, um, managing a department store in addition to helping me start the pharmacy, just crumble in front of me mm-hmm. um, with the hormones. And uh, they tried the pharmaceutical hormones. Nothing was working for her. I just saw her immune system, her her brain, her emotions, all just crumbling in front of me. And I thought, yeah, I love this girl too much to let this happen. And so I came up with the very first transdermal, biologically identical hormone, the same hormones in her body. We put on the skin. And uh, all of a sudden, I started seeing my girl make a comeback. You know, <laughs> And I started seeing the power of these hormones. I saw her brain returning. I saw her, 
her mood returning. I saw her immune system returning. You know, I saw her getting back out there and uh, and taking on life. You know that, that that she was born with. I mean, her her famous saying is, you know, I'm gonna put my big girl panties on and get this done. You know. Yeah. <laughs> By golly, you know, she she jumped back in the fray, full fledged, and and we've been married 43 years now, and it's been wonderful. But but that that um, showed me the power of what hormones can do. We've now progressed, George, way beyond those those very first uh, little transdermal. Um, estrogen that I, I thought of back in 1986, we we have come way far. We now have balanced bioidentical hormone therapy that not only decreases health risks, you know, like breast cancer and heart disease and dementia um, but, but and osteoporosis, but it also, the great thing is, is it improves quality of life. You know, I mean, people live longer, yes, but they live better. And I think that's what your whole show is about, living better. I, you, you, that's, that, that's perfectly said, um, helping people to be better. So this is these, these advances, for lack of a better term, this, I, 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 I don't want to call it a new technology. What, what, what is the right term, the new? You know, this is this what this is is uh, this particular form, part of my compound because we do compounding for all kinds of therapies, but we're talking today about compounded bioidentical hormones, which means again biologically they're the same hormones that your body has made your whole life. But as women go through menopause, these hormones decline. As women approach menopause for ten years in perimenopause, their hormones are imbalanced. And they, it, it affects them. They have PMS. They have heavier periods. They have greater incidence of, of uh, uterine fibroids. You know, they have all kinds of uh, endometriosis, all kinds of things that are cropping up in their lives that are preventable if we balance the hormones. And, uh, and then once women uh, reach menopause, then, of course, um, we see their brains degrading. We, we see um, uh, their, you know, they have foggy brain is what they tell me. And they don't sleep as well. And, you know, of course, their libido is in the toilet. So all of a sudden relationships are not full, you know. And so we, we love to, to be able to help these women get not, get only healthier but feel better, you know. And, uh, and the same thing for men. Matter of fact, George, um, over 8 million Americans right now are using compounded bioidentical hormones. And, uh, and that is a lot of folks. And a matter of fact, that represents more than half of all patients that are using hormones are using compounded, customized therapies from compounding pharmacies like mine. Nice. So it certainly makes sense that, that, that as we go through different stages of life, that there are opportunities for our hormones to, to become different. And, and so the makeup of the hormones in my body some are, are higher, some are lower as I age. I have a, a, a medical procedure. I have an accident, all, all of these things. Is it, 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 is it an unnatural thing to keep things in balance the way that I was? I'm 42. Let's assume that if I could go back to my hormone levels of me being 25, that would not be bad for me. Um, yeah, absolutely. For both men and women, 
um, restoring hormone balance, uh, in, other words, in other words, getting up to optimal levels of hormones, but also retaining balance of all those hormones, both men and women, because men have a lot of diff different hormones. They have two estrogens that we worry about. Um, we have uh, conversion to dihydrotestosterone. We have testosterone itself. We have precursors like DHEA. So we're looking at, at all of these markers and trying to balance men. And, uh, and so sometimes I have a man who, who came to me, he's your age, and he said, you know, Jim, I'm feeling horrible. I think my testosterone is low. Hmm. And you know, he's, and I didn't, I didn't think his testosterone was low, so I tested him, and his testosterone was fine. It was 850, which is a nice uh, number, but his estrogens were sky high, hmm. sky high. So he had an imbalance of too much estrogen, um, and we gave some estrogen blockers just to bring the estrogens down. Men are supposed to have some estrogen. Brought them down, and man, that guy lost 20 pounds just like that. And I saw him in the gym, and I didn't even recognize him. He looked so much better. Hmm. And uh, so it was one of those things that all we had to do is balance his hormones. Other men, like these soldiers I'm going to be seeing um, uh, this week, we have four um, with the traumatic brain injury. And, uh, and, you know, they're walking around talking. You would never know they had a problem. But this traumatic brain injury caused their brain to quit asking for hormones. In mm -hmm. other words, the injury caused the endocrine system to go off kilter. So we start giving them hormones, and they start feeling like themselves again. And for a lot of reasons. Um, you know, hormones are not just sex hormones. They're neuroactive steroids, so they make your brain better. Um, they're also anti-inflammatory steroids, so they make your joints better. You know, so your your immune system. So these hormones are very powerful therapy, and uh, so it makes sense to keep them optimized. And no, there is no downside. You know, you always hear, uh, "Oh, women, if you're using hormones, you're going to increase risk of breast cancer, heart attack, and stroke." Matter of fact, um, the study that that pronounced that has been totally debunked in traditional medicine, not in us integrative medicine world, but in the traditional medicine world, um, both the North American uh, uh, menopause society and the endocrine society, which are traditional medicine groups have said there is no reason for women not to use hormones for the rest of their life. And, uh, and they're going to have better quality of life if they do. <clears throat> University of Arizona just released a study on women and, uh, they, they looked at almost 500,000 women and found that women who maintained balanced hormone therapy, especially bioidentical hormones, had a 78% decreased risk of, of uh, Alzheimer's, dementia. 78% hmm. decreased risk. And, and that also included other neurological diseases. So, you know, it's, a, it's powerful, and people don't know this information. They think, oh, I'm going to get breast cancer. Well, the, the reality is, is they're going to have 20% decreased risk of breast cancer if they maintain balanced hormone therapy. Well, this, 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 this all sounds like a, an absolute no-brainer, and you've been working at this for a long time. How is sort of, for lack of a better term, the industry um, thinking about this? Um, it's interesting. Um, the FDA, which is a needed entity, they are an enforcement arm of Congress. You know, they, they enforce the Food, Drug, and Cosmetic Act and the Drug Quality and Security Act, which applies towards us uh, compounders. And, and they, they do a good job of uh, protecting the public. Um, there is one area, though, that they have gotten a little off kilter, and they have overreached um, with a congressional mandate that, that was called the Drug Quality and Security Act. 
against compounding pharmacies. As a matter of fact, um, the outgoing head of the FDA said in a conference I was attending that the FDA has an anti-compounding culture in the FDA. In other words, they want us gone. Now, George, I'm, you knew 8 million people alone are just helping with bioidentical hormones, not not meant to mention the, the 20 or 30, even 100 million that are getting compounds for other things, for their pets, for autoimmune disease, inflammatory diseases, all kinds of stuff we do, dermatological issues. So we do so much good. And here they are trying to, to uh, eradicate our industry. And I've never seen a government agency try to eradicate like the lawyers because there's one bad lawyer or, or eradicate doctors because there's one bad doctor. Can you imagine the government starts deciding on its own that we're going to eradicate an, an entire industry um, simply because we don't like them? You know? Yeah. <laughs> um, and here we have doctors all over the country who love this therapy, who are prescribing it. Most of my friends are traditional doctors, and they still prescribe these, these compounded bioidentical hormones. It's outside their wheelhouse, but they have seen my patients doing better than their patients that were on traditional compa- uh, non-compounded hormones. They said, Jim, your, your patients are doing better than ours. And so they start prescribing them. And it's not because they are really broad thinking. They're, they're still within their, their normal box, but, uh, but they see this working. I, we don't, there is a, a, I know there's a reasoning in the FDA why they hate us, um, and, it, and it is really a sad thing to see as opposed to going, okay, these guys are doing some good. You know, maybe we need to rein in some of the bad guys, which there's always bad guys in every industry. There, we have a few bad guys, but, the, but we have 7,000 ethical, caring, compounding pharmacists all over this country who are, who are all they want to do is help people. So... What was it that, 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 that got compounding on the FDA's, for lack of a better term, radar, or got, got you on their naughty list? You know, it actually started back in the 80s, and then uh, in, um, in the early 2000s, I don't know if you remember, there was a, a, a very bad manufacturer who um, they were putting out you know, thirty to 40,000 products a week. So there's a, they were a manufacturer, but they labeled themselves a compounding pharmacy. Hmm. Now, they were huge at horrible working conditions. It was called the New England Compounding Center. And uh, they ended up making something that my doctors were asking me to make. I said, nope, it's too scary. I'm not going to make that for you um, because I know my limits. And these guys were making it uh, epidural steroid injections, steroids going into the spinal column, and they had fungal infections. And the FDA had inspected them three times. The State Board of Pharmacy in Massachusetts had inspected them three times, and in spite of finding these horrible conditions, did not shut them down. I, I secretly think they wanted something bad to happen so they could ha- they could build a big case against us. Hmm. And that's because hundreds of people died. And uh, and would I ever make that? Would any of my compounding pharmacies, my ethical compounding pharmacy buddies, make that compound? No, we don't make that. You know, and uh, but they were making it because they could make money. Greed makes people make bad decisions. And, uh, and compounding pharmacies are the farthest from that that you can imagine. We, we do not base our industry on greed. We base it on helping people. If we happen to make a living, that's great, you know. So yeah, appreciate anyway, that. That caused the FDA to say, okay, now we've got a case against all compounding pharmacies. We're going to shut them all down. So, so what, what is the current state? Because you are obviously still creating bioidentical hormones for clients. Uh, but the FDA is trying actively to stop you from doing that. 
Yes, uh, matter of fact, they hired a study at the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine, and I was uh, one of the um, experts that testified in front of this panel there in, D in Washington, D.C., and it's supposed to be a non-biased study because the FDA said, I want to, we want you to study the clinical utility of compounded biological hormones. And, uh, and so instead of it being an unbiased study, which the FDA is supposed to commission the study and then step away. Instead, they got into the mix of the study. They, they determined who was going to be on the panel to judge this study. They even helped uh, the, the panel write the recommendations based on the study. And, uh, and it was all negative against compounding. Matter of fact, they said there's no reason for there even to be compounding pharmacy uh, at all. Hmm. Um, they said doctors who are prescribing compounded biological hormones are, they basically said, are too stupid to know better. I mean, they literally said they are not clinically aware enough to make good decisions about their patients. <laughs> it's by the fact we have hundreds of studies supporting our therapy. Number two, they said patients who choose to use bionicle hormones are basically too stupid to make their own health decisions. And, you know, and my patients are very educated. They're very well informed. They know the risks. They know the benefits. And they come to me oftentimes teaching me things. I mean, and uh, so I give patients a lot of credit. And if, I, if they don't know much about it, I educate them uh, about this is what the science says. This is what the studies say. And uh, so, George, I am uh, shocked that, that in spite of all the evidence out there, in spite of all of our expert testimony, that that panel came up with negative recommendations. And a uh, matter of fact, uh, uh, we commissioned a study by another research group that looked at this study and said it was the worst piece of science they'd ever seen. I mean, and the American public paid $2 million for this study, by the way, and they got zero for it, you know, because it was a biased study. Studies are not supposed to be biased. They're supposed to be non-biased. They're supposed to find an answer, research, find answers, and then pronounce those answers. This study was biased from the beginning, middle, and end. Therefore, it, it's non-valid. And so I'm really sad about that. Yeah, well, and, and certainly for good reason. What you just uh, described to me doesn't really make any sense. So I'm certainly, I think the what, what you described, it sounds like I would imagine that your clients are more sophisticated than 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 regular consumers when, when they're saying that they're less sophisticated than regular consumers. And I would imagine that, well, I'm not going to comment on whether or not you're, as a compounder, more sophisticated than a pharmacist who's not a compounder, but... Um, anyway, so that certainly must be extremely frustrating for you. I'm, I'm good in this wheelhouse, but I am not smarter than my doctor buddies. I'm not smarter than sure. my other pharmacists, but traditional. You know, they're all um, helping people in their niche, okay? And this happens to be my niche, and it happens to be the niche of, uh, of a lot of, of millions of patients in America who choose this kind of therapy. And my patients are are just our secretaries, their um, corporate leaders. I mean, in other words, we hold the, hold the whole gamut. Uh, our patients are not rich, okay? <laughs> our patients are just motivated to be healthy. Yeah, I, I get it. So what's at risk here? Are, 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 are we holding our breath, waiting for something to happen? What's 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 going on? Well, I, mean, I think that, that we should all be worried Whenever we see a government entity, um, an enforcement arm of the government, the FDA is one of those, um, striving to wipe out an entire industry, to eradicate an industry. To me, that is a scary, scary thought. 
um, because if they wipe out compounded bioidentical hormones, basically the majority of compounding pharmacies in this country will cease to exist. And that means that all the suppliers that supply them will cease to exist. All the patients who are getting their therapy from them will have to go elsewhere and become less satisfied with their therapies. And also doctors who are prescribing these as their choice option um, will have to find something else that maybe doesn't work as well. So there is a lot at risk right now and patients and, and your listeners should be very disturbed that the government wants to eradicate an industry just because they have a bias against them in spite of the fact that it is non-scientific it's an emotional bias and the head of the FDA Scott Gottlieb announced that it was an emotional bias okay he said that we have an anti-compounding culture as I said and he said we um, do not want you guys around and you know it's interesting once he got out of the FDA and started visiting compounding farms he said you guys are doing more good than we ever imagined and this is the outgoing head of the FDA. He had never allowed himself to look at us from those that lens, through that lens. He, once he saw what we did, he goes, you know what? You guys do a better job than we ever dreamed that you're doing. Your suppliers are doing a good job of getting you quality chemicals that are, that are FDA um, facility, from FDA facilities. You know, um, your, your compounding expertise is way beyond what I uh, even gave you guys credit for. He said, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I've changed my mind. You know, isn't that interesting? The outgoing head of the FDA says all this, but he says, I never allowed myself to go see you guys or know anything about your industry because we already had that anti-compounding culture and we wanted to maintain that, you know, to, 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 to be impartial. But the fact was they weren't impartial. They were biased. Yeah. Like that's awful. Mm-hmm. I'm from the government and I'm here to help Jim. You got to run the other way, right? That's- <laughs> Uh, well, well, I certainly uh, I, I, I empathize, and hopefully you're able to get wonderful testimonials from the eight million people that uh, that, that you're serving and the millions of others who, uh, who 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 you're benefiting. So I appreciate that, and I appreciate you um, putting in the effort and taking the time and the energy, and I'm sure money to um, to be. Um, advancing the cause of compounding and singing its praises and 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 fighting against um, regulation and somebody who's trying to stop your industry. So I appreciate that. I'm I'm really hoping that uh, if if this makes sense to people who are listening, that they'll go to our website, um, which is not my website; it's my industry's website, um, www.compounding.com. So compounding.com, really easy. And, uh, and it represents pharmacists, patients, and doctors who are relying on compounded bioidentical hormones. And, and just tell your story. And, uh, and because these stories are filtering their way to Congress, matter of fact, we have a large PR campaign going right now that uh, was funded mostly by compounding pharmacists and doctors who were motivated to, to keep this therapy going. And so they're going to uh, go to the lawmakers you know, the decision makers and say, hey, you know, back off, you know, um, or, or and hopefully, I mean, the congressman will go to the to the uh, uh, FDA and say back off because the FDA tried this back in 2007. They tried to ban compounded biological hormones in 2007. But patients, I mean, especially women were really vocal and millions of calls went into the Congress um, and the Congress were just getting inundated by all these calls and do not take away my compounded biological hormones. And, and I'll be darned if the FDA backed off. So I'm hoping that we can uh, rejoin that previous effort and get patients motivated. 
because even if you don't use compounded biological hormones, the fact that an enforcement agency is trying to wipe out an entire industry at their whim does not make sense to me, and it hopefully does not make sense to you either. Yep, sounds like a dangerous thing. Well, Jim, I really appreciate you coming on. Give us the website again, and then tell us how we can get in touch with you as well. It's www.compounding.com. And, uh, and you can, you can uh, email me, uh, to contact me through my website at www.lascolinaspharmacy.com. And that's L-A-S-C-O-L-I-N-A-S pharmacy.com, Las Colinas Pharmacy. And uh, again, we're just a corner drugstore trying to fight the good fight. Amen. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jimmy your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to compounding.com. And if you are, in fact, a user of compounding and appreciate its value, submit your story there and uh, make sure that your voice is heard. Find Jim at lascolinaspharmacy.com. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks good, Jim. Thank you. Thank you, George, for having me. I appreciate you. And until next time, like Jim said, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.